Welcome to The Path. I am your host, Luke Hastings, and today walking alongside of us, we have David Hammond. Now, if you didn't already know, David is the guy behind the self-developed YouTube channel, very successful YouTube channel, speaking directly to men's issues, young men specifically. He is I'm David Hammond on Instagram and TikTok, a men's coach, champion of masculinity, strength athlete, definitely give him a follow. David is a guy who is part of this rising tide of Christian influencers that have come to faith recently. So there's these guys in the masculinity space that as they continue to pursue self-development, self-actualization, and those sorts of topics, they end up finding Christ along the way. The same is true for David. We have a jam-packed, value-packed interview with David coming up right here. We weren't able to fit the full conversation into today's podcast, so be sure to go to the Narrow Way Man YouTube channel for the full spiel, but I know you guys are really going to enjoy the nuggets from today's episode. We're talking masculinity, relationships, faith, persecution, finding Christ at the end of self-development, and a lot more. You guys enjoy. This is David Hammond on The Path. I wanted to hear about kind of your journey with coming to faith, what drew you to Christ, and what what have you had to give up along the way? Yeah, great. So, yeah, I might even post this to my like my, uh, my, my main channel, like the banner intro video, give everyone some context into uh, kind of my journey to Christ, right? Yeah, so very simple. I mean, I, I think a lot of men kind of fall into a similar situation where God will, will access. It's like Christ is always there, but we're just too ignorant or prideful to hear the call, right? Myself included, right? This is why pride is is so heavily, uh, God don't like it. <laughs> he resists the proud. He does not like that, right? Yeah. So I was in a yeah. relationship for, for four years time with a girl, and I was always right. kind of like, I was always on the self-development path. I wasn't, I definitely yeah. was not fully submitted to Christ, but you know, I was, I was definitely getting there, right? I, I, whether I knew it or not, I was following more biblical practices, right? Where yeah. not going out, sleep with a bunch of women, don't spin plates, you know, uh, get on no fap. Like I was slowly getting there, but then. So were you becoming more moral, but without Christ at the right, time? Right, exactly. I was becoming okay. more kind of carnal self-development. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Th- there was, th- the reason I think it blended beautifully is because I believe there was the underlying tone of Christ. I just wasn't aware mm. of it at the time, right? Because like I said, God knows us upon birth. So yeah. he, he, there's spirits in us. I believe I had a Christ spirit the whole time. I just didn't know, right? So yeah. it, 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 it climaxed at the point where about a year and a half ago, I was in that relationship for four years. She was great. She helped. Um, but then she just left one day, right? It wasn't working. I was kind of more following this conservative, traditional Christian path. And she was kind of more in the world, right? You know, each to their own. Mm-hmm. So eventually it hit a breaking point and it was at that point, you know, I was vulnerable. I was like, whoa, okay. I was planning on marrying this woman. I, I never broke up with her because I, I, I viewed it kind of like discipline. Like, I'll, I don't care how hard it gets. I'll, I'm committed to this path. I'll stay with you, right? So she left, and then I was like, dang, all right, well, that's that. I'm alone. And I had this yearning to keep exploring the self-development path. Um, and I just vividly remember that saying this prayer, you know, God, I wasn't even a Christian at this point. So I was just like, God, higher power. Jesus, whoever you are, yeah. um, I have a feeling that you want me to keep going down this path, which is, you know, full retention, full celibacy, because I knew I wasn't just going to go back out into the world, spin, plate, drink. I knew that. Um, and I just remember saying right. kind of like in the in the garden before Jesus gets crucified and kind of like a, in, a, in a much less subtle way, I was just like, I'm a little queasy. I'm a little scared. I don't I don't know what 
you want. I don't. I don't know what this path is going to entail. I've never gone yeah. this long on retention because I had a feeling it was going to be a while, right? Um, but 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 yeah, I said sneaky feeling it was going to be a long haul. Yeah yeah, I had a feeling like this is going to be big, right? But I yeah. just remember saying like I don't know what what's going to happen. I'll do it though. Just guide yeah. me. That's all I remember okay. saying. I'll do it, but guide me. Wow. And from okay. that prayer. Uh, the following days and weeks, it everything exploded. I, get, I believe at that day, at that point, I gained the Holy Spirit. I started seeing YouTubers and doing research on this and this and mentors. Dude, my whole life changed. And, and I don't take any credit for that. The Holy Spirit just guided me towards certain individuals, Christians, and the right ones too. Not just Luke. Like I'm talking like the most on fire street preachers that I'm now in contact. I actually he was just messaging me today. He was literally talking about spiritual warfare. Like, And it's, it's just, it's so beautiful. So that happened about a year and a half ago. And throughout that process from then to now, the Holy Spirit, he will, he will keep sanctifying your heart. So just to kind of reiterate it, reiterate it quickly, I called it monk mode at the time because it's a process of coming to Christ. And at the time, I didn't know what was happening. I just knew, okay, I'm on, you know, celibacy till I guess I found my wife. But really what was happening and what monk mode is, is actually it's, it's called the sanctification process. It's just Christ there cleaning you, you, right? To sanctify yeah. something is to clean something. So, and again, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that till really only a few months ago when I realized as I learned the word, like, oh, that's always, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So for you guys listening to this, when you're called to monk mode, this is why I call so many men to it because I believe they say, I don't know the exact verse, but in the end times, God will wrap out his arms to all of his, his children to kind of like wake him up. Like, hey guys, the ending's kind of coming. Let's start yeah. sanctifying, right? Um, and I believe yeah. the majority of men, just like, you know, you and I talking about this, are now feeling that calling and it's our job to say, guys, you need to accept that calling. But unfortunately, most men won't because of what? Pride. It's that simple or other their attachment yeah. to this world so again just to reiterate it the reason i believe i accepted the call was because i was in that vulnerable position where i mm. you know i wasn't with that girlfriend i was kind of i was open like there was like a there was like a womb you know god um he loves the meek i was kind of meek at that point i didn't really sure. i was like oh, i don't know what's going on right and then from that he was able to guide me so that's that's kind of my story summed up man that's so good what so a couple follow-ups from that when the girl left, right, um, and share whatever level of detail you're comfortable with, but, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking with the timing on that, you, I mean, you were in your flow as far as, like, a man of means and business, especially for your age. Like, you were on the come up, mm. you know, you were building, so, and you were into physical fitness. Um, so, in those senses, it's like, hey, something else broke. And what you're saying, it was more along the lines of, we're just going different paths as people. Right. Um, is that about right? Yeah, man. I mean, like, I, I try to keep it kind of PG because, like, her mom literally, like, follows me. And they, they, they try to get, bro, she tried to get back with me a bunch of times. Like, it, no, it, I spirit, have an ex as well. Yeah, yeah, spiritual warfare is very real. So I try to keep it, like, yeah. I want to keep it respectful. But but essentially, 100%, 100%. yeah, if yeah. I could keep it PG, it's just, yeah, yeah. she meant well. She had potential. But feminism, yeah. Satan, just like in the Garden of Eden, Satan yeah. got to her. And she tried yeah. to infiltrate me. But me being... Thank God I was based enough, even like without fully submitted to Christ, I did not allow it to happen. I didn't play with the games. I didn't, you know, dummy down or stop talking about this controversial stuff because it's, I, I didn't. And eventually what happened is we just split. It got bad. Yep. And I was like, I, yep. and then God, I, it, it just to, I want to just explain this really quickly. This is important. Yeah, um, very interestingly enough, just to give you guys some context, right before she broke up with me, um, I prayed to God. I, I kid you not. It was the day or maybe two days prior. I said, God, 
I don't know what's going on. I've tried for four years to, to really bring her to a more virtuous path. Like it was in the beginning, but it's just getting to this point where like, I, I man, it's really burning me. And like, I'm, I'm just confused. What do I do? So I, I said, can you just like guide me? Give me a revelation, bro. I kid you not the next day she broke up with me and I wouldn't wow. have broken up with her. I, I guess it was mm. pride. I don't know if it was pride or, or maybe I think it was pride. It was like, cause it was kind of like, if I broke up, I gave up. That's what my mind thought. Right. Yeah, I didn't fight hard enough. So thankfully, yeah. God took me because he knew I wasn't gonna do it. So he was like, all right, David. And then she just left and he took me out. And then once yeah. that happened, bro, I kid you not, the second she broke up with me, I, I literally said thank you. Like to her, I was like, thank you. Because at least I got an answer. I wasn't like holding. I was like, that's all I needed. Amen. I wish you the best. God bless. Peace. Never talked again. My life went. Mm. So it, it God's real, man. And he'll take you out if we're too prideful, you know? Yeah. Wow. I love it, bro. Yeah. That post breakup clarity hits different, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So my point with that question, and I think you illustrated it perfectly was like, relationships are like a real thing. You know, you listen to somebody like, um, you know, Tate or Brandon Carter, it's kind of this idea of money muscles mindset, right? or like business muscles fashion you got to have right. these things on point right. social game and all right. this stuff you can have all that and still take an l from a relationship perspective if you guys are just not aligned from a spiritual philosophical standpoint which if all these little beta boys want to grow up and do that at some point you have to take that into account mm -hmm. you got to find someone that's equally yoked from yeah. a spiritual from a philosophical life path perspective um, and I wanted to single you out as someone that's been in the public eye when this was happening. It's like mm -hmm. David is not some loser <laughs> that like that lost, you know, all of his sense of direction. And that's why his woman left. No, he found he was finding a sense of direction and that helped contribute to the breakup. Yep. Uh, the other question I had for you. Kind of in in this journey that you've been on, uh, refresh my memory. When did you start YouTube? What year? Yeah, so I mean, I started YouTube in 2016, but it took me the, okay, yeah. the, the inception of self developed, like it took me four years just to finally crack, make a sense, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I've been on this yeah, path yeah, yeah. for a while, the self development journey. But yeah, the inception yeah. of self developed was 2020. That was like right when COVID hit. So 2020, about March, March 2020, right when like pretty much lockdowns were happening, my channel, it was like God blessing. Everyone was locked inside my channel because everyone was searching up self development, right? Or no fap, or that's what it was. It was no fap videos. So I think all guys uh -huh. were just fapping. And, and I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't do yeah. this. So my channel took off and it's, <laughs> it's now been like three years later. It's taken a massive hit. Like obviously I don't get nowhere near the amount of views, but uh, it's okay, yeah. right? Like Nair was the gate. And uh, yeah. I have full confidence now through seeing, you know, the new path that's being revealed that it will crack once again with, but not just with the same audience, but with a devout biblical take that is really guiding men. So I feel that's very, very close because, um, and again, all God willing, but like, I yeah. almost feel ready now to be able to lead where even, you know, just in the process, the past year and a half, I was, and I still am learning, but I was really, I didn't, I couldn't put a stamp on it yet. Right. I didn't really right. know exactly where now it's, you know, even speaking to you, it's much more clear. Like, ah, that was the step. That was the path. I have my brothers in Christ. I got baptized two weeks ago. Like, uh, yeah, congratulations. I'm, thank you. Saw yeah. That. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like, this is the path to death. Now there's no like, Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just hit the back door. I can't like, this is it's stamped. You know what I mean? I love it. You going all in. Yeah. So 
in that, I want to talk about that season. Let's say, you know, 2020, you're starting to take off more on with all that. Um, what for the guys out there who are still firmly, you know, teeth sunk into this idea of, I got to get better with women. I got to make more money. I got to work on my business. I got to get my views up or whatever it is. These guys that are in this headspace that we've all been in, that you were in, mm -hmm. okay, you did it, right? So you were able to do what a lot of guys want to do. But looking back, you can see something was missing. And without giving me the Sunday school answer of, oh, it was Jesus. Jesus was missing. Yeah, we know. But like, what, you know, how do you quantify that? Like, was it a lack of meaning? Was it, I'm still searching for something. I don't want to know what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think it was? How, how, I want to speak to those guys because I know you have a lot of followers that are not in the faith yet. Yeah. And so do I. So like, yeah. what can we tell those guys just from someone who has done what they're trying to do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a few perspectives. I mean, number one, this is going to be kind of like the harsh, sad one, but yeah. I mean, many are called, few are chosen. Like, I just think a lot of people are just going to deny the call. Like, plain and simple and i think we got to accept it right don't cast your pearls upon the swine like a lot of people are just giving over to reprobate minds right it, it that and it's sad you know and the reason i say that is because like even before fully coming to christ i had that same spirit like it was it was the finding christ was the next logic i view kind of like a video game right like with maturity it was it was bound to happen the path i was going down there was no question it was going to find me so what i say to men is a few things number one if you're on the self-development path just keep going you will find christ to really uh, you'll accept it. Like it's always there. And I, and that's mm. kind of the, the best advice I can give. Like if you're genuinely seeking, you're on the self-development path. When you hit that level, I believe you will submit to Christ. But I think the simple answer, man, is people are just not at that level yet. And the reason I say that is because it's funny. I have young friends, like I mentor, right? Kind of like my son's almost there, 17, 18. And I tell yeah. them, I, I, I even say, I don't want you guys coming to my church yet because you're not ready. If you came to it, it would traumatize you. It, it, it's too much right it's <laughs> yeah, kind of like if you've yeah. never drinking coffee before it's drinking a black coffee it's it, right you need the milk they need the milk right now and that's kind of where most people are uh -huh. at but when you hit that level where you're ready to really ascend i believe god will choose you you know and yeah. I mean, there's many answers i would say pride is, is another big one too many men right they've built too many things of this world here so like why would you accept christ because accepting christ by default is a level of submission and, and humility so it's a number of answers, man. It's humility. I think a lot of men are being called right now. Uh, their lives are breaking down. This 3D matrix world is, is breaking them down. Really, that's what's yeah. happening collectively. A lot of guys are realizing, I've slept with the girls. I've got the money. I did this. I did that. I still feel this lack within. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm still kind of depressed. Uh, you know, what's the next step? So it's, it's really kind of everything I just said. It's it's the next logical step with your self-development journey. It's going to require a level of humility. Usually that's going to yeah. come in a sense of like, oh, I did the dating, the girlfriend, and I'm still, like, what's the next step? Uh, yeah. So just keep yeah. seeking, man. Just keep seeking. Be open. Be humble. And let God reveal himself to you. Because if there was anybody, this is why I think my testimony is pretty powerful. I was not searching for Christ, you know. I was a quote-unquote Christian growing up, but I was into like I never went to church growing up. My family wasn't very Christian. I went to church yeah. maybe like once a year. I was into new age spirituality. Like I was not a church goer. I was not the typical Christian guy. I was like pretty secular kind of new age spiritual universe. And I am now a devout Christ follower, like on fire till death than anybody can. 
you know, I was like all of you guys listening to this of the world. I'm no special dude. I didn't have like, oh, you know, my dad or my mom always saying, remember, no, nothing. My dad died right. when I was young. I had none of that. I And it hit me. Hey, y'all, just wanted to take a moment and thank the sponsor of today's episode, which is myself. This show is actually a part of the Narrow Way Man brand, which is my online outlet to provide wisdom, motivation, and practical guidance for modern men. I've been blessed to take part in incredible transformations and breakthroughs with younger and middle-aged men who are in a season of crisis or a season of stagnation and are ready to make a big change, but are fed up with trying irrelevant churchy principles or recycled secular strategies that are void of biblical foundations. If you are a man who is truly ready to take responsibility and break out of your current plateau, there is a link in the show notes to apply for a coaching program. Thanks again for listening, and let's get back to the show. The parable that I thought of with your story was in Matthew 13, verse 44, and it's Jesus speaking. He says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And in your journey, one day it clicked for you, this is the treasure I found the treasure. And then once it clicked, man, you sold everything. Hmm. Interesting. All in, baby. Like full, full send because it's that, the, you know, the reason why the gate is narrow is because not everyone recognizes that treasure, right? But then once you do, you sell everything. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well said for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, it was Jesus said it. So yeah, <laughs> can't, can't, can't beat that. Yeah, Amen, Jesus. Jesus, right? Yeah. Good, good work on that one. Yeah. But, uh, it's so cool to hear your testimony, man. That's, that's awesome. This could just be me, but I'm definitely seeing a trend mm-hmm. of masculine influencers coming to faith. Are you seeing that as well? A hundred percent. This is actually what I was going to touch on. Yeah. So this is, so here's the thing, right? We're definitely in the end times, you know, we can kind of debate that, but like, there's no question about it. How many of the prophecies have been fulfilled like in revelations? We're living in it right now. And the thing, the reason we know this, right? uh, I believe it's one, one Galatians. No, no, no. It's anyways, right? In the the end times, the majority of people will be given over to deceiving spirits. So that's what, that's exactly what's happening now. And the biggest deceiving spirit, I always say there's three paths. Like if we're honest with ourselves, it's Islam. Christ, atheism. Those are the only three paths. And uh, this is why we know now, right, with Sneeko and Andrew Tate all going to Islam, the majority of people are choosing one of two options, right? So let's say everyone's kind of secular, new age atheist. Really what they're doing now is they're either choosing, okay, you know what? The next logical step is God. It's either going to be Jesus or it's going to be Allah. And um, and man, I've I've been doing so much research research on Islam, and like this is why the majority of people yeah. are given over to deceiving spirits, right? Because of false influences like Sneeko, Tate, yada yada. And you know, at first I was a little disappointed at that. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But like, not only is this all prophesized too, it actually makes it more fun. It's like, well, of course, all you guys are gonna go there. Like that that makes it more valuable for us influencers. And again, not that we take credit, but like of the truth, like if the majority of people are going here, that must mean that these few individuals are either absolutely crazy or they're onto something, right? Exactly. And that's yeah. why I love that. I'm like, oh, I'm Never one of the- follow the majority. Right, I'm, and, and the majority yeah. are going towards that. 
And uh, yes. I'm like, God's putting me on the narrow path, and I'm one of the only influencers in this red pill space that, of the red pill space, that are all turning to Islam where they're staying in atheism. Sign me up. Like, let's go. Amen. Like, all glory. Like, all full steam ahead. I, I want to debate Sneeko soon, all these things. And again, not for, like, our own means or arrogance or anything like that. No, but... Uh, to, just to answer the question, yeah, we're in the end times. Everyone in the red pill space is going towards a faith, and it's like you choose your Pokemon. You're either going Islam or you're going Christianity. That's it. And it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. People, people, just to, maybe for some viewers right now who are kind of on the fence of which one to choose, I'll tell you why yeah. the biggest reason people choose Islam over Christianity. Because on the Let's surface, go. it's a power trip. That's all it comes down to, right? Even Tate and Sneagle themselves, they would say, oh, you know, how I, I can't follow a faith where God, and I, I debate Muslims all the time, I can't put uh, you know, into perspective or, or listen to a faith where God puts himself into a mere man. I want a religion that's all powerful, all knowing, all this, yada, yada. So it's an ego trip. At the end of the day, that's all it is where Christ knew this. He's like, if you're egoic and you're not humble, it's going to go right over your head. Something you talked about with overcoming lust. Uh, you speak about that quite a bit in your YouTube content um, and in your Instagram content. Mm -hmm. So, an issue that that I've seen a lot in the modern coaching space is kind of this like rah rah action space where it's like get on your stuff, fix everything, conquer lust, conquer this, you know, start getting disciplined, work out, all these things. Something you really harp on is, hey, listen, you can't defeat lust unless you are in Christ because lust is literally part of your flesh. Mm, yeah. Right. So you can't defeat something that's part of you until you submit it to God. I wanted you to elaborate on that a little bit, because I think a lot of people are disconnected from this concept of sin being like almost this cancerous growth. That's a part of you that you cannot you can't just decide that it doesn't affect you one day. Yeah, that's great. So it's so true, right? Like we try to fight spiritual battles with with carnal weapons, right? And you'll you'll keep failing. And, and as yep. I come into Christ, I'm realizing like so many of these things. Like even subconsciously, right? They say God, you know, He knew us upon birth. Like you, every man kind of knows this deep down. They know like lust or these these deep emotions we're feeling. Like I don't think using modern tools is necessarily going to fix it long term right and mm. a lot of guys they realize this as they go into nofap right they try for 30 days 60 days you know three months and that's fine you know that's great but ultimately you will fail and this is i say this a lot if it's mm -hmm. based on your own free will or your own carnal desire like what's the reason you want to get on nofap right or retention oh it's it's for of this matrix right we said before and more women attraction more girls yada yada then you'll fail because this world is fleeting there will be an end date but if it is for paternity if it's for father if it is for christ right if it's for yeah building the kingdom right because it's a commandment and we respect him then i believe uh christ he, he, he you're gonna succeed christ the holy spirit will help you overcome it and but but really i think it's it's your intention as a man you realize this is infinite it's not like there's no end date you know this is part of who you are this is a commandment because we respect christ right. there's no question about it. it's just like okay we have to do it you know i think it was um what is this hebrews I just read this the other day, right? A lot of, you know, we can even relate with this with a lot of Christians. They kind of think like Christ just wants us to do, you know, what we can. No, no, no. Christ demands perfection. We need to be, yeah, where is it right here? Matthew 5, 48, right? The answer is based on this, but you are to be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect. So we need to really, right in Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Yeah. What I've realized in my path walking with Christ, the biggest differentiating factor between, you know, Christ followers and Christians, right, is the fear of the Lord. And it's understanding that th this is non-negotiable. This is not, 
you know, honey, right? It's this is the lukewarm feminine Christ that's fake, right? You know, honey, you try your best. It's okay. Like, just, just, you know, it like keeps sinning, but like, just believe me. That's false. How can you truly believe in something, but you're doing the opposite, right? So, so Christians lie to themselves. They're like, oh, but I do believe in Christ, but they still live in sin. No, you don't. No, of course you don't. That's like saying, I do believe in eating food, but you don't eat food. Maybe that's a silly example, that's but right. like, we no, know a yeah. tree. Right, we know a tree by its fruits. I don't care what you say. Like, like, what are you doing? And I fall short. Like, this is this is why I love following Christ. You know, now that I found the pastor and these brothers in Christ, I realize mm-hmm. like, like it never ends. The self following Christ is the ultimate self development journey because yes. he demands perfection. It never ends. The second you're like, okay, right. well, you know, I overcame this sin and this sin. You know, that's great. It's kind of like you open up one door and there's like ten more doors. You're like, oh, now I got lying and this and gossip and this. And you're like, oh, you open up those and there's more. So it's an, so where I'm going yeah. is like, we're all going to fall short. We're all sinners. We will never be perfect, but that doesn't mean we're not supposed to aim to be perfect. We, this is living a life of repentance. It's, it's, it's obeying God. It's, 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 it's obeying Christ's commandments, you know, living a life of repentance and enduring to the end. So I'm sure we we can speak more about this but this is why christianity and again i'm pretty new to all this stuff but like once coming to it i realized like oh my gosh this is why the west is failing this is why so many <laughs> churches are corrupt this is why like, yeah. like it, it makes so when you actually like read the gospels and you see what christ is about you're like this is not what these guys are promoting at all and it, it's not it's not like an archaic like oh find the answer it like it's you could pull the book of Matthew and like find it in like 20 minutes. Like, oh, Jesus says dot, 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 dot. And he's very serious about this. He preaches more about hell than heaven. A lot of people don't realize that. They think Jesus, and again, because of the indoctrination, really this is all based on the elite. So I can't even really blame churches per se because there's, there's guns to their head. It's like, hey, you don't say this. Your church is gone, right? Um, the, to, to create this fake narrative of Christ being this guy who just walks on tulips. He just loves everybody. He wants a relationship with you. He, he does. He loves you, but he hates your sin. And he's coming back with a sword dipped in blood. Uh, he, he ain't playing around, but we don't, we don't get taught this side of Christ, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. Now we, we love the, the form of Jesus that forgives and that offers comfort and grace. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes we gloss over the version of Jesus that tosses the temple tables or yeah. comes back in revelation with judgment. Yeah. And uh, we got to have both, right? Or we become effeminate, soft Christians, which is so prevalent in the West to your point. Amen. So um, it's uh, it's it makes me grateful for guys like you that are out there uh, speaking the truth on these topics. I, I think I'm with you on maybe doing another podcast at some point and just diving into one of the many topics that we hit on today because there's a lot there we could talk about. Uh, something I would add for you guys um, listening. It just and this is a life principle as well as a spiritual principle, but look for two things, right? Number one, look for the thing that cannot be criticized. That's mm. you can't you can't allow criticism. And then number two, look for the thing that has double standards applied to it. Right. right. So you think about what's a religion that you can't criticize in America? It's Islam. Yep. What's a religion that you can completely crap on with no repercussions? It's Christianity. Yep. What's the religion that has double standards applied to it? Christianity. Whenever you can pick up those things, you know what the powers that be are afraid of. Right. You know what they're scared of by what they try to silence and by what they allow to be propagated, right? So 
that speaks volumes. Um, and, and like I said, that's a life principle. You know, you see that in the workplace, somebody that gets special treatment, somebody that right. has a double standard, somebody you can't speak out against, right? Yep. There's always fear there. And the powers that be are trying to uh, manipulate or they're being manipulated, right? So to David's point, you know, some of this stuff you're going to learn not by reading a book right. or listening to a podcast but you're going to learn it by turning on your spiritual eyes and ears and paying attention. Yep. Yep. So just, um, and to your point earlier, earlier, David, keep seeking, keep knocking, um, on that self-development journey and you will find God because he's the author of that journey, right? He's, he's the maker of the way. So if you're really following it, you'll find him along your path hundred percent. Yeah. Amen. Thank you for listening. If this episode was valuable to you, I will probably never know that unless you do me the favor of leaving a five-star review and hitting the follow button for this podcast. Doing that is going to let me know to keep producing this kind of content, and it's going to help other people just like you discover it as well. I appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you next time on The Path.